Welcome to The Pulse, headline news. Thank you all for joining us all around the world. Let's start off with some music today, then we'll get rolling into the show. Enjoy, everybody. Let's do this. Bienvenido a las noticias de titulares de Pulso. Gracias por ser parte de la familia Pulso. Mr. Robot, come on, what he got from me? 
This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best in Alaska. Don't forget Wednesday food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 730. Clear Sky Lodge, located at milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. Tell them your friends at The Pulse sent you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Pulse <laughs> Headline News. That's right. We're back. Good to see you all. Humble Dog, GP, Paul G. Jr.'s in the house as well. Uh, Miss Susie, Tax Gal, Shane the Bald Guy, Scott, Miss Dixie. Wow, look at us roll today. Doc Man. Good to see you guys. Uh, that's right. Uh, had, to, had to take a day off yesterday, but it's all right. We're back now. Uh, anyone, anyone, anyone seen my my co-host anywhere? I think his stuff crashed. I'm right oh, here. Oh. oh, you're back now? No, I'm not back. <laughs> I've always been here. <laughs> well, you popped off my panel for some reason. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, no, you did. No, no, we use beam. normal Podbeam, not ancient Podbeam. So, whatever, whatever. Like I'm not, like I'm not up to date. Is that what you're saying? No, not if not if you're hosting from the web app. <laughs> oh, kiss my ass! Whatever. Uh, dude. They haven't updated that thing since like what? Nineteen ninety nine. What are you looking at it? You're looking to see, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're killing me, dude. Yeah, it's it's easier for me to do this. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how how we do the offsite stuff. You know what I mean? What's that? 
<laughs> By the way, make an announcement. Starting Saturday, Susie has made the executive uh, the executive decision that we're going to get some uh, we're going to get some uh, off time. Uh, we're we're actually packing up the RV, and Saturday we are heading out. We're going to go wander around in Alaska. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try this this remote stuff with you doing remote shows. So we'll see how well that works. You remember the last time I tried doing that, right? It it was it wasn't pretty. It did, didn't work. <laughs> just, just say that <laughs> it worked. I mean, it just wasn't real pretty. <laughs> but we're gonna try it anyway. <laughs> see, even Doc says we both need a break. <laughs> So yeah, Saturday, Saturday, we're going on a road trip. We've packed up the bus and, uh, well, we're working at it anyway. And, uh, Saturday morning we're, we're hitting the road. We're, we're going to go and wander around Alaska. So that sounds good to me. I'm ready for it. Cocktails, a zero gravity chair. Um, let's see, listening to podcast in my audibles and, uh, yeah, chilling. Sounds good. Uh, guess what, Scott? Here's something interesting. Do you know? Yeah. You gonna answer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to let you know, let you know today. Today, July 11th, it's National Free Slurpee Day. You could go to Seven Eleven and get a free Slurpee, man. What That's do you okay. think? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ninana Rick, welcome, brother. <laughs> Rick called me yesterday. He goes, dude, I was looking for you. I thought my phone was broke. I couldn't find your show yesterday. <laughs> he was down fell a bunch. And actually he was limbing yesterday, delimbing. So he was down in the free holy, uh working uh working out there in the timber. Uh yeah, so National Slurpee Day, seven eleven giving away uh free Slurpees all over the place so i wasn't gonna bore you with all the national days but you know what maybe i should you want me to bore you a little bit uh tell you what tell you what scott don't answer or anything i, I wouldn't want you to respond uh it's national mojito day do you like mojitos not really i, I i'm not real big on them so they, I know they got really popular there because like, Ooh, I get a cold copper cup or whatever <laughs> with mint in it. Right. right. <laughs> I think that fantastic. Uh, look at Susie. She's putting shit out there in the chat. Pray for me being stuck in a camper with Brett and ma. Hey, it's 42 feet long. There's plenty of room. I could section it <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I know Susie don't care. As long as long as there's cocktails from one end of it to the other, we'll be fine. <laughs> National Mojito Mojito Day. Also National Blueberry Muffin Day. I like blueberry muffins. I'm good. It's also National Swimming Pool Day. And uh okay, this one's uh Cow Appreciation Day. It's a good day to appreciate your cow. I, I do that. I, um, yeah. 
It began in 1995, beginning the cow revolution, with herds of beef cattle everywhere decided to take a stand for the future of the bovine race. What a crap. Eat more chicken billboards. No. Steak. I'm up for steak. We're going to get lots of that uh, barbecuing. Let's see here. Uh, also, Rocky, welcome to the show. Also, uh, it's currently, everyone just asked me, what's it like right now? Well, it's still sunny. I can tell you that. Currently 62 degrees. We got a high of 68 today, low of 52. None of that wet stuff in sight. Uh, Wednesday, 69. Thursday, 74. Friday, going into the weekend, uh, 76 is our high. Man, beautiful weather. All the way into next week, into the low 70s. How about you, Scott? Are you cooking? Hello. Can you hear me now? Sorry, I was doing dishes. Dude. <laughs> you're doing dishes during a show. Well, yeah, you're you're mumbling on about all that other stuff, so decided to get something useful done. Oh, whatever. You're such an ass. You're such an ass. <laughs> One thirteen for you today. No, it's not 113. I'm going to say 113. What are you going to say? Hey, Bella. I can tell you what it is. Uh, tell me. Good. Everyone wants to know if you're oh, cooking. It's, it's updating. <laughs> yeah. Spinning circle. It's too hot to even even work, right? Well, yesterday <laughs> was 105. Okay. So not far off. Yeah. And t- today's, today's high is going to be 99. Uh, that's it? Yeah, it's hotter. It's hotter in the Midwest right now. Nelson Owasu, welcome to the show. Let's see if I can scare another newbie off here uh, by welcoming me now, man. Uh, uh, everyone's having heat waves across the Midwest, and and Arizona is sitting below triple digits. I think it's crap. All right. Well, we got we got a monsoon coming in. We've been waiting for it. So, yeah. Well, it ain't August yet. You you looking for a you're looking for an early one? Cubella says uh Sunday is one ten for you guys in the forecast. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got a I got a three degree break from yeah. from General Tucson. Right, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> and we're supposed to hit one oh seven Saturday, Ashba, Saturday hey, welcome. Monday. Yeah. So but yeah, we're supposed to have a uh we're have a storm coming in today no way okay and yeah into tucson we were supposed to get our first actual monsoon we'll see if it actually happens yeah yeah um doc says he's gonna get 105 whoa whoa 105 with that humidity there in south carolina no thanks whoa uh let's see here matter of fact let's throw a shout out to her uh what do you think Susie? Should we? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, Just a shout out to uh, our daughter, Holly. Uh, She boards the the ferry today and uh, heading to her new home in Texas, Scott. Can you believe she's uh, she's lived? (laughs) 
I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Eric, welcome to the show. <laughs> she's leaving. She's leaving 68 and sunny to 107 in the shade, dude. She's been in Alaska her whole life. I love you, Holly. Just saying. But I know you got to spread your wings. She's been a teacher for years in Juneau. And uh, she's like, I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> How do you think that's going to work out? <laughs> Uh, go on, Scott. Tell me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oh, you know. Yeah, 17 years in Alaska. Yeah. I don't know. She might like it. Never know. I think she's going to melt into a giant pool. Just depends on where, on, where, on where she's going. I don't know. It's somewhere outside. I, I don't know. Northern Texas, Northeast Texas. <laughs> Look at Doc. She'll be back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she she boarded the ferry today. She's I think some the- people call that Arkansas. Do they? <laughs> they call it Arkansas. Is that what you- <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, dude. <laughs> it is pretty funny, though. I must admit. Uh, yeah, she'd be cooking, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, someone just hit me up. We're out in Texas, and I'm like. Mm, I don't know the hot part. I don't know. It's like up towards up towards Dallas or east of Dallas or something, if I remember correctly. But yeah, she's gonna be cooking. Go from sixty eight Henderson, Texas. There yeah, you go. I have no idea. Now I gotta see. Let's see here. Oh man. Okay. So it's far northeast, okay, and it is basically like just southwest of Shreveport, Louisiana. So that kind of puts you in there where it's at. Hey. Right. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Yay. Okay, it's currently 97 degrees there right now. Uh. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, that's about four and a half hours away from Kansas stand. There you go, Shane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. All right. You ready to do some news? What do you think? Uh, Sure. Yeah. How'd you like the opening? Little Mr. Roboto falls in our line, huh? What do you think? No, not, not really. No? Oh. I it well, I got some good follow-up songs later that's going to follow up in my line. <laughs> All right, Scott, go ahead. Let's uh, let's kick this thing off. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. Today's Tuesday. Uh, it is July 11th, 7-11 day. Get your Slurpee on. Free Slurpees out there, so go uh, track one down. All right, Scott, what do you got? So um, I got a clip for you to play. It's... Uh... A group of nine humanoid robots answered questions from reporters at a pro AI UN summit in Geneva. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and play this. Uh, let's do it to it. Here we go. I think my great moment will be when people realize that robots like me can be used to help improve our lives and make the world a better place. Humanoid robots held a press conference at the UN AI for Good Global Summit in Geneva. 
Nine robots participated in a Q&A session with journalists. AI Da, whose creator claims as the first ultra-realistic robot artist, was asked about AI regulation. Many prominent voices in the world of AI are suggesting some forms of AI should be regulated. And I agree. Desdemona, known as the rock star robot of the Jam Galaxy Band, had a different point of view. I don't believe in limitations, only opportunities. Let's explore the possibilities of the universe and make this world our playground. The event was held to highlight how technology can help the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Dude, these things are creepy looking. Scott, I don't know how many people have seen that, but uh, these things, uh, these things were, these things are creepy looking, dude. <laughs> Go ahead with your story, man. <laughs> no, that's that's the story right there. Um... <laughs> they got like seven or eight robots in there, dude. They, these things are creepy looking. I mean, it, it, I'm looking at it going, their facial expressions and stuff that are on these robots, that's like creepy, man. The one dude, the one dude looks like, one of the robots looks like Stephen King. I kid you not. Did you see the one dressed in black that looks like no, Stephen it wasn't, King? No, wasn't. That was probably an actual guy. No, no, it's actually, it was <laughs> one of the robots. I thought it was too at first, but no, and then it started doing its little twitchy shit. I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, I, I like, I like, I like the the one robot though, the 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 rock star girl robot. She's like, screw, screw, screw all you humans, we'll just right. burn you alive. I'm into having fun, <laughs> dude. It's just, I love creepy. that. I love that attitude. That was a, must have been a fun robot to make. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, these things are absolutely creepy. And then the one that doesn't have like clothes or hair or anything on it, the one of the ones that they're using. And no, no, the Stephen King one is a robot, by the way. It's absolutely creepy, dude. It reminds me of the movie. If anyone's seen the yeah, no low cut dresses, <laughs> Doc. Are they are they anatomically correct, Scott? Or are they just I don't I don't know and I don't care. Yeah. I mean, if not, you know that that chick that was the that was all up the the crash dummies about them being. Yeah, he's a chick with a chip. <laughs> a chick with a chip, <laughs> dude. I don't know, crazy. It re I, just by looking at him, it reminded me. For all those that have you seen the movie Megan, which I, I dig that movie by the way. It's freaky though. Um, that's what these things look like, except full size. Like, I don't know. The one may be taller than you, Scott. Possibly. I don't know. Kind of scary. Anyway, uh, nine humanoid. And, and notice how they call them humanoids. Humanoid robots answer questions from reporters at a pro AI UN summit in Geneva. Interesting. Russell, welcome, dude. Good to see you, brother. All right. Uh, what else you got there? Let's move on from Mr. Roboto here. Well, uh, Friday, last Friday, saw the highest number of migrants arriving in the UK after crossing the, the channel in a single day so far this year. Really? Yeah. There's Who been a lot of. Uh, Sue was talking about that. 
Yeah, we, we we hear we hear about this a lot actually right. from our, even from our friends. Yeah, yeah our friends, from our fellow probably. people in the UK. Yeah, but this is a a pretty hot topic. Um, okay, like uh, in in Europe, just in Europe in general. Yeah. So, are they saying? Did they say what kind of numbers there are that are just crashing in there? Um, I can look them up, but I right. mean, they're the highest this year. Uh, I mean, I'm sure so, they got, yeah. So the article that, that I found was sky news, uh, yeah. 686 migrants on Friday. And they're just coming in on the channel, right? Isn't that what you yeah, said? They're literally. Yeah. I even, I even put a picture in the chat of one of the boats they're using. Okay. So interesting interesting all right well uh, uh so this year this year if you wanted other numbers this year twelve thousand one hundred and nineteen. okay um in 22 they're slightly lower uh this time last year they had thirteen thousand. last year there were forty five thousand seven hundred and fifty five migrants entered by crossing the channel uh okay Pete, welcome to the show. Uh, now you think on it on a on a scale twelve thousand, right? Entering entering illegally for twenty twenty three, right into July. I mean, I mean, I could see that as being a problem, but hell, we got twelve thousand just sitting on the south border, one gate. Well, yeah, th- this problem's a little bit different than. So, so explain, Lucy. Explain. No, it's just it's a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, these people are coming from. Most of these people are crossing. Well, obviously, they're crossing from France. Well, as much as we've talked about France lately, I could see, you know, kind of. They're they're probably busy over there. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. You know, they're they're running for cover. I mean, they're burning down their own country right now. Okay. All right. Well, so, uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on. What else you got? Uh, I thought I would give the latest in Bud Light news. Of course. Uh, (laughs) Here it comes. (laughs) Scott, go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's get the beer on. put, Put a picture of their spokesman there. Uh, got um, is it is it Spuds McKenzie? No, no, I don't. Uh, okay. Dil, D- Dylan Mulvaney, right? Uh, oh, you put Dylan up there again. This show's <laughs> brought to you by Bud Light. <laughs> uh, yeah, this show's brought but, to you by Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so <Moving on. laughs> the 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 hot news on Bud Light is Bud Light no longer ranks among America's top ten beers. Uh, okay, now it never made number one, correct? Or it, no, it just wasn't number one. It could have been at one time, but it never. It wasn't number one. It was um, number nine. Okay, in the U.S. as yeah. popular. This is popularity. popularity. Nothing to do with money or anything. Um, yeah. Well, 
she might look pale because she's a, a pale dude. ale. Is so. <laughs> it a pale ale? <laughs> Yeah, look at Cabela. Imagine being the only man woman to be the cause to ruin beer. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, so as it drops to number 14, the ones that rose above it were Paps Blue Ribbon, Miller Genuine Draft, Miller Light. Um, rounding Go out the top forward. 10 of uh, most like beers in the United States was Guinness, Heineken, Corona, Sam Adams, and Blue Moon. Mm, Blue Moon actually popped back up again? Yeah, people drink it. Really? I mean, that's like, I don't know, Rolling Rock. I mean, it's kind of just... Well, it's, it's not Rolling Rock. I'm just it's saying. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Hefeweizen. A Hefeweizen? Rolling Rock is malt liquor. I know. I They're know. not even in the same... They're not, oh, actually, you're, you're Rolling gonna, Rock's actually... Yeah. Not beer. So you could even say that. Rolling Rock isn't beer. It's malt liquor. Yeah. Uh, see, I just say that kind of stuff to poke at you. You know I know the difference. I just say. <laughs> I don't Did like you... either one of them, but I mean, no? I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can look at Doc. Thank God for moonshine. What's the, what's the top most popular beer right now? Is it Modelo? Um, no, it's, well, it's this, this list. It was Guinness. Guinness. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's a 50, 50 flip. If you think about it, a lot of people it's, don't like a heavy beer. It's just what people heart. said. Yeah. But you know, you, you know, like, I don't know. I think Guinness is kind of like when you want to pretend that you drink cool beer, <laughs> when so you, you yeah when you want to pretend you drink because i see it a lot here in in arizona like they serve guinness at bars and it's like everybody who orders a guinness is like like a uh, pretending to like right. cool beer can you know can, nothing can about what? it yeah can, i mean because can. in arizona you can get all these kinds of different like you know obviously like small market beers or local beers, you know, that, right. that are great. And yeah. most people don't have time to look to see what they are even. So you can always um, tell when someone doesn't like their beer too, would they like order a Guinness just to be one of the cool kids and they get that, that beer look on their face of disgust where they kind of grimace. You can always take that first sip and they go, <laughs> you know, like it hurts. I mean, <laughs> and the, and the, the best way uh, to to throw this out here. So the other things that have been going on with Bud Light have been uh, their sales are down thirty percent. Um, yeah, uh, it's a lot of stores were selling Bud Light for free because they were doing a fifteen dollar uh, mail in rebate for their beer. Really? Um, yeah. So a lot of places in the United States, Bud Light's free. So. Mm. Um, the let's see a manager at a beverage warehouse in Pennsylvania said a 30 pack of Miller light was selling for $24.99 in the days before July 4th, while a 30 pack of Bud Light was priced at $8.99 after the rebate, making it cheaper than some cases of water the warehouse sells. Wow. Ouch. 
I don't think they're going to recover for this one. I think I think they've 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 bought it pretty hard on this yeah, one. Yeah, I don't I don't think this one's going to go away. No, no, I think they're in the shitter, man. They're swirling the drain. Um, yeah, I've I have noticed- I have noticed that Tecate in Arizona is like really really cheap too. Yeah. Yeah. Like even when it's like normal price, it's like twelve ninety nine. Right. But uh twelve pack of Bud Light where I go, the Circle K I go to is eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where what uh if you went into Modelo, what's it, seventeen? Yeah, seventeen bucks. Sixteen ninety nine for Modelo 16. special. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So you can buy for eight eight ninety nine, and then uh, send in the fifteen dollar rebate and, and get money back. <laughs> no, no, I know. No, they I, don't have the re. They don't have the rebate here. No, they don't. No, they don't have a, something that's in, as far as I know. I've never seen the rebate. Uh, it seems like it's all the Midwest and the East Coast that do, is doing the rebate. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Anywhere Did you here. say you were at the store the other night and the, the Bud Light bunker was the size of like one of the store aisles? Well, yeah, uh, the grocery store, Circle K, there's so much Bud Light there that it's like a wall. Right. So, um, <laughs> the Bud Light wall. Well, self infliction, just sell beer. We talked about that before, you and I, Scott. Just sell beer. Right. Sell beer. If you want it, go buy beer. Go buy the kind you want. Don't don't try and, you know, move it around to be a political move. I mean, that doesn't sell beer. Well, that's go goes to show you. I mean, Budweiser in the days, right, Scott? They were they were always famous for uh raymond welcome to the show they were always famous budweiser was always famous for the clydesdales commercials right the salute to the clydesdales the salute to america the red white and blue blah 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 you know but that's been a standard around for years hmm, spuds mckenzie uh frogs whatever like they had a lot of money gimmick. to do marketing yeah those were gimmicks those were those were fun gimmicks you know how many kids did you know walking around wearing Spuds McKenzie shirts back in the nineties? Well, well, yeah, when I was yeah, when I was a, a little kid, yeah, it was pretty popular. Right, right. You probably had one, right? No. No, my mom no. wasn't gonna let me wear a beer t shirt. No, a beer t shirt? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh yeah. Uh swirling the drain coming to a store near you still all right you got anything else on that one no not really no okay what the hell was that that's a video i was looking at a video oh you're checking stuff out i'm actually gonna send so um uh over the weekend there was these large clash clashes in germany Uh, yeah there was thousands of police officers had to be deployed around uh the Arishia Fest in Gleisen, Germany. Um, really? Yeah. So they just basically started turning into uh, a mob, destroying everything. Um, Any J, welcome. I will. I will actually send that stuff to the Discord. Okay. Um, so you guys can see some of the videos are 
pretty wild videos. Um, so it'll be a Discord exclusive for people out there. There you go. There you so, go. Um, interesting. Yeah. But I've got I've got one for you. Uh, oh, so, you do. <laughs> so what do you What do you know about bonus holes? Bonus holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the hell is a bonus hole? I uh, never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not even gonna touch that one. Go ahead. Bonus holes. Here we go. No one. No one's gonna. No one's gonna. Anyone want to jump in on the chat on that one? <laughs> uh, I was gonna say anything. How's your bonus holes today? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Look at Cubella. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Shane says he's out. Cubella says maybe an extra glory hole. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's close. So it's close. Um, okay. uh, health, profe- health professionals are urged to call vaginas bonus holes now to avoid offending trans or non-binary patients. Uh, uh, what the hell? So y- You're kidding me, right? No, this is this is real. This is so, real. The bonus hole. So this uh, came out of uh, the Daily Mail in the UK. Um, <laughs> uh, human rights campaigners have already said the term is misogynistic and wrong. Um, it is now appearing in glossaries of of words for health professionals. Um, yep. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So yeah, just whatever. Uh, wow. Nice bonus hole over there. Right. I, I seen that where you send it, uh, health professionals urge to call vaginas bonus holes to not offend trans patients. Unbelievable, man. Where's this crap going? I don't know. I, I don't know. Also too, if, if a uh, bonus hole is weird, for you um, you you could use the alternative that they're suggesting which is called a front hole so Dude, this shit is, is gone so far what what do you mean what the front hole <laughs> i just oh where are these people coming up with this crap uh yeah rocky says i ain't gonna do it Cubella's out. (laughs) Yeah, that's a hard left turn. I just, (laughs) that just, I just, that's just brutal. That's just brutal. Uh, Yeah. Wow. That's, that's going to be the, the new wave across the world is uh, bonus holes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, at least, at least like it seems that like a lot of people are like, getting a little upset um yeah in uk and in canadian uh medical glossaries these words are already have already been published canada so is already using it in their journals you can right. me yep wow so. uh uh you want to say hi to russ real quick russ russ just jumped up here he, he just uh he must be uh hello uh, I think I think he was. No, I don't see anybody. Oh, okay. All right. Uh Russ I ah, okay. I think he he must have he went to hit the heart and he must have hit the the call in button. 
We're still here, Russ. It's all good. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, bonus holes. Uh, look for those headlines across America next. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that. I think the test market's failing for it. So you think so? I don't know. Yeah, uh, Canada's Canada's digging on it, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. Right. Uh, Bunch of bonus holes over there, anyway. Right, right. Uh, hey, uh, Doc says he's not got any audio on his end. No, well, I Everyone hear you. Else? So yeah, I I think we're we're okay. You may need to jump it's out. It's not like he, he he can't hear you, so whatever advice you're going to give him, he can't hear. So. <laughs> hey, Doc, turn up the hearing aid. That's what I had to do. Uh, yeah, uh, he jumped out. He'll, he'll jump back in. He's going to play the hokey pokey in a minute. See, Donna says that she hears us. All right, bonus holes coming uh, to a medical journal near you. What a bunch yeah. of crap. All right. Okay. What else you got there? You're just well, you're just full of lovely news today. You're not the angel of death though, so I'm I'm kind of digging it. Yeah. So I've got a, a news also out of the UK. Uh, UK central bank. Britcoin. Brit digital Britcoin. Brit. Comes comes from the bonus hole. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yes, Britcoin um, could be used to check ages and nationalities. What? Yeah. What the hell are we doing? Huh. Shops would be able to use the digital pound for verification. For ah, oh, for like buying liquor and that yeah sort so of basically thing. like i mean we're we're talking about a digital society so they're not taking right. it just a financial where it's just a number processing like okay that's your number that's your account there's money in there blah 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 ones and zeros ones and zeros no instead it's like oh a white man is trying to buy something from you he is no, old man. and has a big beard and from alaska you gotta be kidding. Charge, so charge, charge, charge him more money. Yeah. <laughs> they're racially profiling. That's a daddy and age off. discrimination and age and discrimination. age discrimination on top of it. The Brit yeah. coin. Not Bitcoin. Well, they're gonna they're gonna say, Oh, we would we would never use that. But of course they will. Yeah, right, right. The Brit the Britcoin. Yeah. Britcoin. What what are they calling the Pound, right? The, Isn't that what Bitcoin is? Yeah, it's back uh, too. It's backed by uh, the Bank of England, uh, if I remember correctly. I just so said it, that. Yeah. Oh, you did say that. Sorry, I was a little bit behind. You were just babbling, so I kind of got lost in the moment. Okay. That's what you was telling me, anyway. So that basically, they're going to profile you if you use Bitcoin. They could. They could. But it hasn't said mm -hmm. that they are going to yet. Okay. Age citizenship. Um, it will is Race. already part of it, but it's yeah. not like something they're using right now. But um, they're just, I mean, that's where this is going. Yeah. Interesting. So, 
I mean, what do, what do we have? Um, I just saw the numbers on this. Okay. I think the amount of people who use cash in the UK is 20%. Really? Yeah. I think that's what the number is at right now. What do we use here? What what's uh what's the ratio it's, here? Do it's a know? little high. It's a little higher, but not much. Not much. Yeah. I'm still seeing um, commercials here in Alaska being played in the evening time, urging to use cash. Over because there's a lot of old people there. Well, I and that kind of marketing fits in with the old people, like you know Joe Namath selling Ben Gay or whatever. <laughs> you know frank thomas <laughs> like i always think it's funny they got they got 80 80 year old like spokesmen coming on tv going have you thought about your financial future it's like if you haven't figured it out by now you're done <laughs> you're, you're already done dude <laughs> right i just thought like, about that investing yeah. in gold when you're 80 years old ain't gonna do much no so no, yeah, you hadn't figured it out by then. You're you're done for. <laughs> oh man, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, this is this 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 avenue of conversation gets into a heavy conspira- conspiratory kind of thing. Anyway, the whole Why? thing about a cashless society and everything else, and um, yeah. people like, and that's where you you see these people. I buy everything in cash, and it's right. like. Yeah, it's that's and they have all these theories of all the stuff that they're protected from that you're not protected from when these people say that in all actuality they're not really that much protected than anybody else and no. you know i i mean i i told you when when i was working on projects with apple pay you find out how 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 unsecure all that information is yeah and how no one is even monitoring it. No, no, they're not. I know there's no know. safety precautions on on uh, digital transactions. They're they're starting to, but right. like there's just not that many. Not I mean, there. you're gonna you have you have to think like you've got the banking industry that's really used to using things like credit accounts, you know, checking right. accounts, cash, all of that. They're all used to using those things and they have system that's employed right you've all all the way down to the bank teller to the highest financial advisors right 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 they have to duplicate that system for for it to be as secure as our normal economic system when it comes to actual you know using using something that equals value of work or product right um and that's going to take a long time it's not going to just happen overnight. Um, if you force it, disasters can happen. Um, right. And I think that's why a lot of this stuff about digital currencies gets a lot of news because people are like, well, you're going to end up having to force it. And if you force it, it's going to screw everything up. Right. You know, it could collapse a government. Well, that kind of well think about it now. You and I worked in the industry for a long time, right? Think about how long it took to to progress the EMV, right? 
I mean, well, it took it took two seconds for Europe, right? But 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 took ten years here, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for those that didn't know what EMV is, EMV is that little chip that's on your uh, that's on your card. Yeah, uh, they've been they've been using EMV in like the UK since the early two thousands. Right. Right. And yeah. we just started deploying it in like 2014, 2015, 2016. Yeah. Literally took 10 years. Yeah. For yeah. us to figure out how to do that here. You remember all the testing on the, on the card readers, all that EMV crap. Oh my God. It was a nightmare. Well, it well, yeah. Cause I've, I've built EMV testing for major banks I that know. ran for, for days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, Remember, yeah, uh, it's 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 yeah. a nightmare, and and yeah, I've I've read into the, all the code of it and everything else, but yeah, no, the people in Europe they're they're very used to it. So, yeah, um, it's always been a thing, and even when I went over there, there was a lot of places I couldn't buy anything, right? Because not all my cards had been at the time didn't all my not all my cards had an EMV chip on them, and right. a lot of stores don't take non EMV, they don't. They, I, I remember I was at their equivalent to, what was a, and was a, I can't remember what it was. It's an Aldi's. I don't remember the name of it, but like kind of okay. like a small Walmart kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I had all this stuff, right. And like <laughs> a know, big basket of shit. And <laughs> right. And I'm going out and they're like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> one of those old, Oh, you're American. Like, Oh no. Like, yeah. here we go. And they're like, hmm. You call the manager over. And the <laughs> manager had to escort me over to customer service. And they like pull out this like shoe box <laughs> with a knuckle buster in it. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just a, it was like, it was what was used like in the US, but it was like yeah. old. But, yeah, they had to like plug it into a special computer so they could slide my card. Yeah, so. special computer. You were special. <laughs> yeah, yeah so we're way behind. Yeah, <laughs> still are in some ways. Yeah, I remember all the testing. I remember working in the labs. I remember when I was up in the labs, and <laughs> stuff was brutal, man. And you were working on the other end of it, just trying to make it work. <laughs> All right, Scott, what else you got going there? Well, uh, I guess because I talked about the story with the UK, um, with uh, the migrants coming over the channel, um, this is kind of a, a story that was kind of getting around. Um, this is from Italy, and uh, the PM over there, who is uh, uh, Gior uh, Georgia Maloney. Okay. Um, she has, uh, she announced that they're going to issue 425,000 work permits to non-EU nationals between this year and 2025. Um, Rome says that this is part of its plan to promote legal immigration to fill gaps in the labor market. Mm. Interesting. So, 
Yeah. Cause, cause I think they've been kind of going back and forth on this. And also too, I think there probably is going to be a little conspiracy because, because of her, um, she's considered fairly right wing. Yeah. And so I, I think some people are going to criticize her, say it's out of character or whatever. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. Uh, interesting. I don't know. Everyone keeps popping up. I, did you see that that thing that's going around where that where those uh, those vacationers in Rome, where the guy was? I mean, it's not really news news. So I did, but I just thought it was kind of they got a they did a TikTok video of themselves. It was TikTok or Instagram of them carving their names at the Roman Colosseum. Did you see that, Scott? No, <laughs> you didn't see that one. Yeah, no. So now that they posted that where they're carving their names with a key in the Roman Colosseum, so now they're 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 like on a world worldwide manhunt trying to find this guy who carved in the. Uh, it was a TikTok. Susie says that they're trying to find this guy who uh, carved what their name. What an idiot! What a, what a total idiot! I mean, come on! I mean, think about that. <laughs> Let's uh let's go to Rome, go to the Roman Colosseum, and then uh you know just uh carve your name in it. I mean, what an ass hat! It's just so disrespectful, big time. Anyway, worldwide manhunt chasing this guy down. Uh, we'll see how that works out. All right, what else you got there, Scott? I'll throw this one out. Okay. Um... So uh, this is Janet Yellen. Uh, She made a trip to Beijing. And this is, uh, I just sent you the video of her awkward bows to the CCP official. So why don't you take a look at that? I don't know if there's any audio to it. Let me take a look. Let me get caught here. Dude, she looks like a dicky bird pecking at the ground. Right. right. How was that? He's not real happy. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, lady, that lady's like, no, 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 stop that. Like she goes to grab her, like stop acting weird. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that's the one thing I noticed about the videos that is that lady at the briefcase. She comes out of nowhere and she's like, yeah, like stop <laughs> acting like a spazoid. Right. <laughs> remind remember those bird things that dipped into a glass that's what she looks like (laughs) yeah it's weird oh man she's got the woodpecker thing going absolutely that's that's bad Uh, good old yelling perfect uh ajk welcome to the show uh That was pretty. Yeah, Dixie goes. Ah, she knows what I was talking about. Them, them, them birds that used to. Yeah, anyway, I'll let that go. <laughs> Russ, hey, welcome back. Uh, all right, what else you got here? You got you got one more before we take a quick break here. Um. Yeah, I, I just sent you a video. So, um, uh, Biden. So we we broke the news last week about the, cu- the cluster bombs. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Biden was questioned about supplying Ukraine with cluster bombs. And um, 
he he well, i'll let you play the the video uh, so you can okay here we go let's uh we all look for a a real entertaining biting clip so and you're right miss dixie that's right the one with the glass of water that one used to yeah that's a we'll call it the yelling bird all right uh uh here we go let's go ahead and play it what <laughs> you gotta be shitting me he asked <laughs> about supplying Ukraine with cluster bombs. His response was, I caught that. We've run out of ammunition. Here, let me play it again. Yeah. I'll, I'll crank it up a little bit here. Here we go. run out of ammunition. Wow, there's a response for you. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I um, uh, yeah, where, there's like a, a, a dark room somewhere in China where there's smoke-filled room where someone says the U.S. has announced that they've run out of ammunition. Right, right. All so they have left is cluster bombs. Right. Oh my God. Wow uh he's he's a whole lot of special i mean <laughs> wow yeah uh, I, I can tell you everything has been explained so yeah yeah well straight just from the leader the he's explained he's explained his position i mean with clear yeah. factual statement and now now I, I i i don't know why we don't have a cluster bomb program that just hands out cluster bombs to all countries well, you know, give you know, it time. It's good, good, a good idea, right? Just yeah, yeah. Hey. Cuba says it's coming. I, I, uh, I agree. You know, it's coming. Inspire, welcome to the show. Uh, you can, no, you could do. You could like I, trade I, for bananas for South I, America. Like, you give us bananas, we'll give you cluster bombs. It'll, it'll work out. Bomb today. <laughs> That'll be their new the wimpy. You know, from Popeye. I'd gladly trade you a banana for a cluster bomb today. As a yeah. Oh man, unbelievable! We we've run out of ammunition, so we're just going to send cluster bombs over. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Jello and pudding. Uh, Scott, man, where the hell's this world coming to, man? Just Nothing. unbelievable. It just, yeah, it's uh, everything's everything's fine. Everything's fine. God, I hate yeah. that word. You and I have talked about that before. That word, fine. I hate that word, fine nothing's fine i gotta go get some clothes on why don't you play a song are, are, are you doing the you doing the show with uh without pants again no i got i got pants on i guess i guess yeah see look at cubella she's like mm. <laughs> it's kind of cold <laughs> well when you got your ac set at like 60 you're trying it's to like hang 79 no oh, whatever whatever Spirit Talk, welcome to the show. All right, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse. Not so normal headline news. we got a great room in here today. I want to thank you guys all for joining us here. By the way, if you haven't yet, uh, please join our fan club. Uh, our fan club is out there. Uh, we have a lot of fans in here as well. 
that I can see uh, that are super fans. If you want to become part of the fan club, click on my icon up there and uh, give us a click. Be part of that as well. You want to find out more about us here, uh, you can check out our website at PulseAlaska.com. That's right, PulseAlaska.com. We appreciate everything you do. Also, we just did a uh, our announcement last week. I want to give a huge shout-out for our fan of the month. Miss Dixie was our fan of the month, so congratulations to her. And uh, she should be receiving uh, uh, a gift that we sent her here from the Pulse here, uh, I think, today or tomorrow. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, like I said, I want to thank all you guys from the bottom of our heart for all the support that you do for us in uh, last month for June, keeping us number one. Uh, we absolutely killed it. Uh, and uh, it's been uh, flat out awesome. So once again, uh, make sure you hit those follow buttons as well if you're new here in the show and uh, give us some likes on the way through. And like I said, if you want to be a part of the fan club, please do. I try and do that to all other shows when I go out there. I become a member of their fan club. It just uh, it helps boost engagement and um, it just uh, gives support to those creators out there. So if you want to be, become a part of the fan club, just click on my icon up there and go ahead and do it too. All right, uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and kick it to a quick music break here. I do have uh, some a new commercial that I'm going to play out there, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, here we go. Thank you all for joining me, Scott, and Miss Susie, our executive producer, on The Pulse Headline News. Here we go. This show brought to you by the historic Nanana Rail Depot Museum and Bed and Breakfast. Built in 1922, located at 900 A Street, Nanana, Alaska. This museum focuses on the history of the Alaska Railroad, the growth through the years, and how it has supported many small communities along the rail belt and beyond in Alaska. At the depot, you'll find Alaska Rail History, an amazing gift shop hosting locally made jewelry, art, and gifts. In addition to the museum, you can stay in one of the depot's three available rooms upstairs. The Brakeman Suite, the Harding Suite, or even the Engineer's Suite. Get on board with the Nanana Depot, where you are one whistle stop away from Alaska Rail history and what is historic Nanana, Alaska. For more information on the Nanana Rail Depot or reserving a room, give them a call at 907-371-5588 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable, and unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac kissed my ass. Woo! Red Solo Cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. 
Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Now, I really love how you're easy to stack, but I really hate how you're easy to crack. Because when beer runs down in front of my back, well, that, my friends, is quite yucky. But I have to admit that the ladies get smitten, admiring how sharply my first name is written on you with a sharpie when I get to hitting on them to help me get lucky. Red Solo Cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. What? I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Now I've seen you in blue and I've seen you in yellow, but only you, Red, will do for this fella, because you are the abbot to my Costello, and you are the fruit to my loom. Red Solo Cup, you're more than just plastic. You're more than amazing. You're more than fantastic. And believe me that I'm not the least bit sarcastic when I look at you and say, Red Solo Cup, you're not just a cup. No, no, no. God, no. You're my, you're friend? my friend. 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 Yeah. Lifelong. Thank you for being my friend. Red Solo Cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Red Solo Cup. Red Solo. I fill you up. Let's have a party. 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 Proceed to party. This show brought to you by the awesome crew at Nana Repair your best friend on the Parks Highway. Now offering AMSOIL products and interstate batteries. Oil changes from $99, full synthetic, up to five quarts. A flat got you down, need to deal with your wheels, and the Nana Repairs got you covered. Forging the last frontier, need your vehicle to turn night into day? Moose lights, the Nana Repair has them and installs them. Because in Alaska, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. For vehicle care that's fast and fair, head on down to Nanana Repair. 304 Parks Highway, Nanana, Alaska. Give them a call at 907-832-5800 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you.
All right, everybody, welcome back to the Pulse. I see the moose lights out there. If you can't see them, you can't miss them. That's right, moose lights. Uh, welcome back, Scott. Also, happening this weekend, along with uh, the Ninana Depot, uh, happening this weekend is the centennial of the completion of the Alaska Railroad. Happening Saturday, July 15th. Everything starts at uh, 9 a.m. out there. They're going to be opening a time capsule, 100 years old. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, along with the uh, Alaska Railroad, the completion of it, 100-year centennial. Uh, it's also the first uh, commemorating the first flight from Fairbanks to Ninana. Uh, like I said, it all starts at 9 a.m. They're going to have lunch out there. Um, there'll be uh, unveiling a bridge monument and plaque out there. Uh, let's see here. They got a new gazebo happening. Uh, pretty cool stuff that they're opening up in the Times Square there. Uh, Governor Dunleavy is going to be there at 2 p.m. to talk. Uh, they'll be driving a golden spike out there. And Iceland Air Force Base is going to be doing a flyover. Uh, also, uh, you know, for that 15th uh, is going to be all day Saturday out there is the street fair in Ninana as well. Uh, it's going to be in conjunction with the Alaska Railroad uh, 100th anniversary. And there's going to be a lot of uh, booths out there, a lot of uh, uh, all sorts of cool stuff out there. So vendors, food, anything cool. Um, yeah, that's happening July 15th out there. Uh, let's see here. Scott, you back with me there? And uh, I did catch that, uh, Eric, by the way. It was an interesting show today on the old man's uh, podcast. He, uh, he did... Uh, he kind of switched up to uh, today. Uh, I see, saw he has it posted all already out there, Eric. Uh, but if you want to, go ahead and check out the old man's podcast. Uh, like I said, he just uh, uh, downloaded, just uh, uh, put out a new episode today. And it was all on the uh, the review with, uh, with co-host Miss Amber May, who is uh, one of our supporters here at the show and uh did a review of the new movie the sound of freedom uh so it's pretty interesting to go ahead and get out there and check that out as well all righty uh scott let's see here what do you got what do i got i don't know should we open the lines up too i guess i should do that huh as well what do you think you want to so this was a, a kind of a strange protest okay like see what you think of this um yeah so this is uh u.s representatives elon omar and rashada talib demonstrate an urge for muslim solidarity with lgbtq issues as a marginalized minority in the u.s it's incomprehensible for Muslims to want to harm or further marginalize other marginalized communities. Hmm. <laughs> Rocky's like, what the look at Rocky. Rocky's already losing shit on the other side. <laughs> you got a clip on that one there, Scott? <laughs> no, no, the, I, I just sent him a picture. Um, Oh, you put it out there in the chat. Yeah. 
Wow. By the way, uh, the lines are open here at the Pulse. Rainbow, rainbow hijabs are, I, I'm sure that's a tight market. That's all I got to say. Rainbow. Uh, send me the picture. Let me see it. <laughs> I got to see this one. Uh, as you're doing that, let's go ahead and welcome uh, Rocky is uh, up here on the panel. Good morning, Rocky. How are you, man? <laughs> No, I'm 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 really starting to laugh now that I heard that last clip. <laughs> wow, nice picture you posted out there, Scott. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You you just you're just spreading the happiness today. <laughs> I don't know where that is. I don't know if they were doing that over in um minute uh what where's she she's from Minnesota. I don't know if yeah. that was happening in Minnesota or not. Or I was trying where. to catch the background of that cafe that's in the background. She's trying to do that because, you know, she did marry her brother. No. Uh, she's about the same thing. Uh, interesting. Um, well, yeah, let's see if they talk about where it was. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't actually see the location of... Okay. Of, of where this protest occurred yeah or demonstration or um but yeah interesting it's huh. a thing oh uh D detroit detroit oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got a chuckle out of rocky there yeah. rocky how are you my friend you've been, oh, I've been busy boy. for about a couple weeks now man yeah one thing after another yeah I, I figured I'm going to try and unbusy myself this weekend. I've been trying that for a week. <laughs> I, dude, we've been trying that for years, me and Susie. But uh, no, we, we got the ball rolling. We started it on uh, yesterday and we're like, we're packing up the bus and we're out of here. We're, we're road tripping it, man. We're, we're disappearing Saturday morning. We are on the road. So we're going to go and wander around Alaska for a couple of weeks. And uh, wherever we end up, we end up. We'll play around. We got one you know, one place that we're going to stay that's got a, uh, yeah, Spirit Talk. Ain't that cool? Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. We're, we're going to go unwind. Uh, we actually picked up, a, um, they, they kind of helped the locals out here. And uh, an RV park uh, that's like, set up in the pines like i mean nice distance between everyone they got full hookups and everything and uh we're gonna start there we uh actually go in there on saturday and we're gonna stay four days there and then wander from there but we want to make a loop try and make a loop around alaska i mean there's not many road systems in alaska as you could imagine you know it kind of makes a loop around you know from south to all the way down south to the Homer Spit basically comes up to Anchorage and then it begins a loop around. You could either go, you know, basically uh, northeast or northwest and they all connect to each other. So you hit Fairbanks, Fairbanks, uh, Fairbanks, mm -hmm. and then you can basically uh, just, you know, head north from there. But uh, we're going to go uh, see some glaciers and. You know, we're just going to go play around, just disappear. Hey, Britt, do you all have a, a local um, saying, never get on a dirt road unless you got a full tank of gas? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> That's the way it is here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, one thing about it here is locals are very helpful. So if you have any problems in the area, uh, yeah, um, you're, you're always helped out. Yeah. <laughs> Ours are too, but you might not see a house for six or seven miles. <laughs> oh, dude, we got stretches. Walk out. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, we got, we got stretches that are in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah. you think about it, our state, the size of it, you know, was it three times the size of Texas with only like under 700,000 people in it for the whole census? I mean, come on. Talk about social distance, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Denali Highway, that's pretty cool. That runs from uh, from Cantwell, Alaska, across over to uh, Paxson, which is just south of Delta Junction, Alaska. And that's 135 miles. And it's in the middle of nowhere. And basically only 30 miles of it are paved. The rest of it is all uh, compressed, basically gravel road. Um, it's one of our one of our dirt highways, which is basically like almost all of them in Canada, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever driven the Alcan or not from out of Washington up here to Alaska, but the Alcan, I mean, that's a brutal highway, man. I've done it a few times. It's absolutely brutal. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, Scott, you back with us there? What's he? Probably finding his pants or something. Hey, Scott. <laughs> what? All right, you ready? Come on, man. For what? <laughs> For what? <laughs> I'm here, Scott. It's a good thing you are, Rocky. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, what else you got in the news? I got some Hunter Biden stuff. Oh, okay. Wait, we we all like to, you know, pick on Hunter. What do you got? Well, you remember we were talking about how he had pled guilty to a few charges? Yeah. So the Department of Justice considers delaying Hunter Biden's court date and plea deal due to accusations that Attorney General Merrick Garland misled Congress about the investigation into Joe Biden. <laughs> A federal judge in Delaware is set to decide on whether to accept the plea deal, which concerns two misdemeanor, misdemeanor tax charges on July 26. Mm. Interesting. So that's not a said and done at right. this point. So you think they're delaying it till uh, they're going to push it out till after the elections? Is that what they're doing? No. Why would they do that? I don't know. I don't know. The, him pleading guilty sweeps it under the rug. Right. Yeah. So um, him n not being able to plead guilty because there's corruption in the White House obviously isn't good publicity for the White House. Right. Interesting. <laughs> I don't think they can hide that part. No, nah, I don't either. I don't either. So, Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Welcome to the Hunter world. I don't know. They're still not saying much about the whole cocaine thing either. It's like father, like son. Well, yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> oh man, they found, probably found the cocaine under some secret documents somewhere. You know, they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> stack of them. <laughs> stack of them. <laughs> All right. He actually, he actually was filling up his backpack or his briefcase and. He had some of them stacked on top of the bag, and somebody found them when they went to put those documents away because they didn't know why they were out there. Right, right, just hanging around. Someone, yeah. someone found them on the way through when they were doing the tour of the <laughs> White House. That's what. <laughs> oh well. All well, right. Well, still, still, the story is that it has something to do with somebody who is connected to Kamala Harris. So, really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not impossible. No, not at all. Uh, did she put out a Venn diagram on it, there, Scott? No, it's just it was in an, it was in an area where where she enters and exits the White House, and yeah. her staffers are always walking through. Uh, okay. <laughs> Solid snake. Welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> just thinking. About I ain't even gonna go over there. Yeah, <laughs> you you're just gonna leave it alone, Rocky. <laughs> Yeah, I better leave it alone. I don't want some suburbans pulling up my driveway in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. The blacked out ones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh... <laughs> I mean, with today's technology, they could fingerprint the bag, run it on their laptop computer, and have it the owner of the fingerprints within seconds. Right, yeah, but then it would be then it'd be a laptop, and you know where that always ends up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll seize it and put it under FBI control, and they'll never be seen again. Yeah, it'll never be seen. It'll just be lost. It'll just be lost. Yeah, they'll stick it in Hillary's closet, right, <laughs> along with her emails. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, interesting crap. What else you got there, Scott? Anything well, else interesting? This on was making really big news in in Europe. Um, Mark Rutte. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard that name before. I've heard um, it, but I don't remember. He's the Prime Minister of the Netherlands. Um, he has resigned. He's the longest serving Prime Minister in the history of the Netherlands. Really? Um, yep. Yeah, yeah wasn't he like two thousand five or something like that? Now I know thirteen, I 13 years. Yeah. Okay. Um, he has stepped down due to his coalition of governments uh, are unable to come together to make immigration policies. So he's decided to step away from politics completely. <laughs> he had a nickname so, in that country uh, as Teflon Mark. Everything uh, just slides off of him. <laughs> right. Able to avoid that. any controversy. Um, yeah. During and that's why he's been able to serve for 13 years. Some people will say that he's slightly conservative, but that's a different standard when it comes to European politicians. So, yeah, um, yeah, I heard I, I heard he actually is uh, uh, getting a position in Biden's uh, administration, and he's going to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky, <laughs> it'll be on TikTok soon enough. Just wait. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, you don't have TikTok anymore, do you? 
<laughs> no, you know, I, I got kicked off of that years ago. Right, right. <laughs> Miss Dixie put it out there. She was reverting back to the the prior of the. They know who it belongs to. They're just trying to figure out how to spin it right. It's going to take them a while. <laughs> yeah. <for> that one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Solid Snake out there. Uh, yeah, he has done well to last that long. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, also, the fact that he tried to take out three thousand farms in in the Netherlands too, you know, he was pushing that really hard, and yeah, people have lost confidence in him really bad. Well, I think it's. Uh, I, don't know. I wonder if they have no lynching law in the Netherlands. We have it's gonna one. Be, it's going to be interesting to see what follows up. <laughs> That's well, what well John Kerry is pushing that same type of crap here so i know right. yeah yeah it's just an add to it it's just an add to it oh look we got uh let's see if this is an oops or not uh-huh, uh-huh. hey russ ah he must have he must have did the my bad thing i just threw it out there damn it yeah it's a little red one <laughs> uh russ must be driving are you driving, Russell? Let's see. He's either he's either driving or, or chasing kids at the moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else you got there, Scott? Anything else brewing? Yeah, Western politicians are accusing uh, Erdogan of Turkey of trying to make a deal when it comes to allowing Sweden into nato (laughs) so uh, a statement from him is first let's pave the way for turkey in the eu and then we will pave the way for sweden just as we did for finland so he's being accused of possibly holding his vote if he doesn't get exactly what he wants from the eu Mm, interesting huh Sounds familiar all over the place. <laughs> I'm telling you, the stuff that's just rooting around right now is just such crap. It really is. They're running, they're running out of cards to play. They are. They are. Well, and it's like that there's everywhere. there's rumor that um, that Erdogan has been the person who's actually been the closest to coming up with a peace deal between Ukraine and Russia. Really? Yeah. Was that before or after <laughs> cluster bombs? <laughs> Hence Hell, the question. Russia has the cluster bombs too, Brett. You know. Thanks, Leslie. Uh Over, uh, he did this deal over a year ago. Yeah. Um, and both both Zelensky and Putin were on board with it, but really? Zelensky pulled out at the last minute due to advice given from the Biden administration. Oh, yeah, that's a peach, huh? <laughs> that's that's where I would always go for, uh, you know, uh, consultation. Advice? Yeah, advice and consultation. Well, he, 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 he can always bl- he he can always blame it on the guy who has no mind. Right. The only reason why they're sending him that stuff, all that stuff, all the time, is on account of if he doesn't get what he wants, he's going to spill the beans on. Yeah. Well, he he's screwed. 
uh, there's so much stuff that's got to. I, I, I mean, how far do you really think they're going to be able to bury this stuff? I mean, eventually it's all going to come to a head. It's all just going to come out all at one shot. Now we just got to wait to see, you know, we're just waiting for it to hit. I don't know. I think first, they got to get rid of the MSM because they're the ones that are stoking the fire more than anything else to the people. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. They're putting yeah. out a false narrative about what's going on, and now Biden said, oh, we're running out of ammunition. We'll have to give them some, some cluster bombs. Like, wait a minute. Right. Now, I, it's going to be interesting to see how Inspire, welcome back. Uh, Samuel, welcome to the show. Good to see you. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out right now. Yep. You know, that, that clip alone says, I mean, I mean the clip that, that where Biden put out there, what did exactly did he say? It, it, when asked about supplying Ukraine with cluster bombs, he responded with just, we've run out of ammunition. <laughs> yeah. You know, something about that. I wanted to, throw in the comment earlier but i didn't i was a little busy here in the united states if you're trying to find powder black powder or not black powder but smokeless powder for ammunition yeah crazy all of it is coming from overseas all the day gone plants in the united states are not putting out much of anything for reloading it's supposed to be some environmental protection bullshit I, I heard something like that, but I've been told, you know, of course, everyone here in Alaska reloads, you know, um, because, of course, they tailor, everyone tailors their rounds for what they want, yeah. you know, if they want to make them a little hotter or whatever for moose hunting or this or that. Make your gun shoot its most accurate. Yeah. Find out what yeah. it likes to shoot. I have not seen any problem with that here. The only thing that we have run out of in the last, I'm going to say 18 months here, Rocky, is trying to find 410 ammunition. Yeah. And that is a big ammunition used here in Alaska. Uh, 410 rounds because it's it's kind of like 22s. It's kind of an all-around. It's hard you know? to find here. I mean, most of the stuff out there, it seems like they have started making for them stupid derringers, you know. Four oh, tens on a bad shotgun to shoot a damn yeah. three inch derringer is brutal. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the judge that shoots yeah. uh, the judge and the circuit or, court yeah. and all those other different models. They got. Me. Welcome. Now, uh, even Don Arms has some four ten uh, derringers and stuff too. Right, right. I mean, I'm stocked up pretty heavy on four ten, but we use that as a hunting ammunition here. You know, that's one of our one of our great hunting ammunitions yeah. here in alaska is the 410 round you know whether we're hunting grouse or rabbit or this or that or whatever just small game you know yeah. it's generally 22 or 410 here and we haven't seen 410 hit the shelves in like i said about 18 months here you know it's hard to find here too yeah we, most everything's coming out in 12 gauge i've I've uh, stockpiled myself with a lot of my reloaded 20 gauges and some of my 12s that I had left over. Yeah. I like using 20 gauge. And people say, well, you can't hit nothing with 20 gauges. I stand out there about 50 yards and tell me you can't feel it. Right. The only (laughs) difference is it's less less weight, 
less powder, but it still goes about the same velocity and less recoil. Yeah. 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 Um, but it is, it's interesting to see. I mean, uh, one of our, one of our great, uh, places, you know, we have the box stores up here, you know, we got sportsman's warehouse and blah, blah, blah. And this, you know, um, this and that, but, uh, we've got small mom and pop points here in Alaska. Well, they're, you know, they, they're, they're family owned. I should say, you know, we have one company here, Alaska ammo that um they have an incredible store and even stuff that's hard to find they'll still sneak some stuff in every now and then you know but uh it is it's getting tougher to find out there it really is um i'm actually having friends find it for me in their states and stuff and yeah a couple friends that they can find the stuff that i can't find here and it's from little mom and pop gun stores and, and sporting goods stores where they're finding some leftover stuff, you know, right. that hasn't been bought out. Yeah. A lot of my, a, a lot of my powder is, is Vita Vorhe and shit like that, you know, and right. <laughs> hopefully it all works. <laughs> yeah. You, you're going to find out, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, crazy even put it out there. You know, they've been reloaded. They got about 3000 rounds already made up. Yeah. There you go. She's behind the curve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another big one that was hard to find for quite a while was the twenty-two round, right? Twenty-two yeah. long rifles. I mean, you I actually, to- I actually foreseen this going up when it started jumping five dollars at a time. I said, yeah. I'm snatching up as much as I can, and I've got a lifetime supply of twenty-two, but I use it on my trap line. Right. But I've we got boxes do. I ain't even touched yet because I just haven't ran out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that is one of, that's one of our survival ammos here in Alaska is 22. I mean, it's how much? It's the assassin's favorite handgun for up close and personal, too. It bounces right. around in your head. <laughs> yeah, the old man. <laughs> yeah, pop them right behind the day, going right below the your little smart lump there. Yeah. Bounce around in your skull and scramble your egg or your brain like an egg. Yeah. Now, but uh, used to be easy to find, right? Used to be able to find yeah. uh, twenty-two golden buckets, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the big buckets, yeah. And uh, those are even scarce now, out there. Interesting. Seems like now. the the twenty-two is taken over is the twenty-two magnum. Everybody's got twenty-two magnum laying around. I've got a couple of twenty-two magnums that I use, but the twenty-two have, long uh, rifle and shorts and and CB yeah. cap and. All of them are almost un- unfindable anymore. Right. I actually, uh, I actually have two single sixes that uh, that have two different uh, uh, chambers. Cylinders. For, yeah, my cylinders are swap outs for twenty two. I've got twenty two. I've got a heritage I've had for shit, probably thirty years. I've got I've got one heritage here. It's a great little yeah. one. I just put a new set of handles on it last month. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we ought to try back to news again here. Yeah. We're rambling and Scott got bored. Scott, uh, what else you got out there? Um, did you hear about this uh state of emergency in Peru? No. I just lightly. Tell me. 
So they've got this rare autoimmune disease, uh, uh, Goulian Bar. Okay. Yeah. In Peru, uh, in Peru, Cubella. Go ahead. Um, yeah, they've done a state of emergency for it. So uh, rising cases, rare autoimmune disease that attacks the human nervous system. So that have i've seen a bunch of stuff on it like articles uh, you know trying to freak yeah, people out it about it the gulian bar syndrome well, i don't even know what it is it's a nervous disorder that happens when the the nervous system doesn't get the right nutrients and minerals and it doesn't allow it to grow or sustain its ability to transfer nerve impulses so what could yeah. cause this? <laughs> it used to be rare. <laughs> it used to be it. rare. Just about anything can cause it anymore because of all the crap we're given. You know, here, it's take got- this. Let me shoot you with this. And kids are coming down with it all over the place now. Yeah, so they're going to do a 90-day national emergency. So what are that- they going to do? Do in there. 165 people with four deaths already. Wow. Okay. Wow. I just I just saw this off the picture, uh, Scott. That uh, this is interesting stuff. Huh. Emergency. I was just trying to catch up on it here. Yeah, there's not really that. Not yeah, like, but there's people who just kind of do like a little like news break on it, and that's about right. it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know what they do about a lockdown. Cubella asked if they were going to do a lockdown on it, but if they don't know where it's coming from, I I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to see if I saw anything about lockdowns or anything in there as well. But what you know, it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a lockdown. Um, I yeah. think they're just afraid it's gonna be out of control, and they're not gonna be able to treat. I right. think the national emergency is over treating this because it's very difficult to treat. So it could basically overwhelm medical facilities. Right. Right. What they need to do is isolate the cause of it because. Gillian Bards is something that is not a natural effect of anything natural. It's all from artificial and synthetic stuff that we eat and take and bathe in and get vaccines with because uh, Gillian Bards was, was shown to be in the, uh, one of the injuries in the vaccines. Hmm. And it spikes. I was just trying to catch up a little bit more on that. And there's there's really, they're not, you're right, Scott, they're not putting a whole lot out on it. It's just bits and pieces out there. No. Uh, so. No, they're, they're saying like they're, they're worried because like with these 165 cases, the majority of them ended up needing air transport. Right. Um, they need to do intravenous uh, immunoglobulin and human albumin, as well as specialized diagnosis of the biological agents associated with the syndrome, 
like so that's they don't have what they need to treat it at all. Right. They don't and have it's anything. costing them a lot of money. Um, they have spent their year's budget already. Yeah, that answers Cubella's the, question. Uh, meaning endless funds. No, they are out of funds for it right yeah, now. They are out of funds. That's what actually. So all of the 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 loss of the funds, unable to handle it. Um, that's what's causing this. It's not going to. I don't think it's going to turn anything where there's going to be like a lockdown. I don't even know if this is something that is considered even contagious. Right. So it's not. It's not contagious. It's a, it's something that happens to the body and it can't be spread from person to person. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Um, well, that's as far as they know, Rocky, but it could be something that they've done, you know, in manufacturing or kind of like what you said. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not exactly, exactly. It's not like a flu. It's not like a flu virus where people can, transfer from each other it's something that they are doing or eating or you know something in their daily lives that is doing this to them and it's probably going to be centered around certain elements that they're going to find out sooner or later yeah and they're going to say oh well we can't have this in there you know it's like gillian barge is only really bad in the united states compared to other places in the world because they don't eat the same crap we eat. Well, that's what I was just noticing. It, it could be in processed. It could be a mixture of something in a processed food. It could be in something. It could so, be ingested. It could be, yeah. yeah or it can be um, topical. Yeah. Uh, but unless they've created something that, you know, can bump bouncing around, who knows? Yeah. Uh, Bella had a had a question out there. What is in their ninety day pro? Uh, you know what would uh, what's part of their ninety day protocol? And uh, well, I, I answered what is part of their emergency protocol. First of all, they put it out as ninety days uh, for their protocol. But Scott, were you seeing anything else that had something to do it's, with it's to uh, so yeah to drop the the budget? Okay. Um, and uh, improve patient care in health facilities, reinforce case control, and prepare inform- in informative material for the population and all health personnel. Yeah. That's the layout of the plan. That's the layout of the plan. There you go, Cubella. Right there. Doesn't sound like a whole lot of plan. Um, interesting to see. I'm actually, I just marked it uh, to see if we see anything else that comes up on it. Um, I was trying to see if there was any other outbreaks anywhere else. It's interesting that it, that it, uh, that it just targeted the one area. You would think targeted a third world country that doesn't have the ability to trace it. Yeah. Just that's like they did with the with the Ebola, you know. I mean, yeah. Trying it out yeah. there, pretty soon it'll be starting to wipe around the world, in maybe the next year or two. Yeah, you know, as crazy put I mean, out there. The plan is there is no plan. 
they're scrambling yeah. right now. Yeah. Hmm. Now, Bill Gates is too busy. Uh, Cubella put, see why I mentioned Bill Gates? Now, nah, he's too busy uh, hanging out with President Chi for no reason. And Brian <laughs> Farmland. There you go. <laughs> or or uh, avoiding questions about Epstein dinners. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, dude, he went totally into the closet on that one. He, like, disappeared, right? Yeah. <laughs> he ran off to China. <laughs> yeah, he ran off to China. That's what blew me away is what the hell was he even doing over there? Absolute douche well, nozzle. Remember, oh. he's, 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 uh, he's yeah. old-time friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> old-time uh, friends. Yeah. <laughs> Since Epstein's island slows, he's got to go somewhere. Right. Oh, man. What a bunch of crap. All right. Uh, you got anything else on there, Scott? Yeah, I got a couple more. Um, all right. There's this, all this, uh, I've noticed this two, two papers, two countries are had headlines today that have to do with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh no! Very <laughs> good. So let's hear it. Scott. <laughs> he's hanging out in his yacht off the coast of Italy. So okay. Um, and you know they're like you know oh he's like you know the great you know uh, what do you call guy like green guy? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and then you get these types of stories. So. One of the stories it's it's announced is uh, La Dolce Vita in Italy is the, the thing of the story, the headline of the story. Um, yeah. So for visits to the countryside uh, for lunch and dinner or going to the disco, climate activist Leonardo DiCaprio likes to take the helicopter from his luxury yacht. <laughs> Glad to see he's green, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, seems totally fun. Yeah, he always goes on and on about environmental, being active, you know, being an activist. But yet he's taking he's his. that great of a dig on uh, Star, so he might as well do something else for money. <laughs> oh, but he's, he's got a... plenty of money. So. Yeah. He has so much yeah, money he... that, that there's probably nations that have less of a GDP than his fuel cost. <laughs> that covers about half of Hollywood. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're nice and green, but we're going to, we're going to hop the helicopter and go to dinner. There you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have a, I have a clip that okay. I can play and then we can, we can wrap it up for today if you want to. Yeah. I got to take a trip to Fairbanks. So let's see what you got there. All right. It's Everyone loves mentioned. clips. Yeah, I just mentioned his name too. So this clip is of Mr. John Kerry, who is uh, our climate czar. Um, <laughs> the czar. As, the as, czar. He, uh, as he preaches to Biden and King Charles and a room full of investors worth trillions about accelerating the climate transition. Oh, here you go. All right. Let's go ahead and play that clip. Here we go. There's a full understanding here, particularly with the evidence of the last few weeks piling on, that when scientists are telling us 
that they are terrified by what they're seeing. And when we hear those same scientists telling us that we are in uncharted territory, this group has come together to try to figure out, okay, how do we deploy the funds necessary to invest to create the new clean energy economy? And I'm glad to say uh, that you recognize many of the people here, your Majesty and your Mr. President, you've been with them before. They represent literally trillions of dollars either invested or assets under management or assets owned. And they are making decisions every single day about how to accelerate this transition. There you go, Scott. <laughs> He's like a, a car salesman trying to tell you That's about exactly. his like six layers of clear coat that, that the reason why you have to spend $3,000 over sticker. <laughs> what a bunch of crap, man. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Q Bellard, stop sending money to the Ukraine. Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we can't even take you, care of our you, own people. You know, you know, killing Russians uh, saves the planet, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, it's just common sense. You well, what, know did that by say, now. what did he say in that dinner meeting? It's the best money we've ever spent. No, yeah, it's just you know, yeah. hand in hand. You know, like yeah. every Russian you kill, like trees grow. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> it's like what a bunch rainbows. Of every all of all the above. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, just, just remember something there, Brett. Russia has more trees than anywhere else in the world. You got the largest chunk of, of Asia. It looks great from here. We see it. I know, but I'm just street. saying, I'm just saying, you know, that the, the, they go in Siberia is nothing but a giant forest when it thaws out. <laughs> yeah. When it thaws out, kind of like us. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i was just thinking about that scott where he put where, he, where they put out oh yeah you know all this money we're sending to the ukraine it's the best money we've ever spent i'm going what a bunch of crap you know all righty well i think we're gonna wrap this thing up for the day and uh scott did you say we we're gonna kick off an hour later tomorrow yeah get that out yeah okay so instead of uh for the headline news show tomorrow instead of 10 a.m alaska time we will be kicking off 11 a.m alaska time uh 3 p.m eastern uh so come and join us tomorrow uh we're gonna be about like i said running about an hour late tomorrow so uh want to thank everyone for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. It's been a great day here. We got a wonderful group in the room. Humble Dog, uh, Crazy Russ with uh, ON out there. Thank you. Shane the Ball Guy, Q Bella, thanks for joining us, hon. Uh, along with Rockies in here up on the panel. Uh, we also got uh, Ninana Rick in here. Paul the Big Gun. Miss Dixie, our fan of the month for June. Thank you, my dear. Uh, Doc's in here as well, along with uh, our executive producer, Miss Susie. Uh, my sister Donna, it's been a great day here. It's been a really good day. Uh, thank you, Kubala. Appreciate it as well. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to slowly uh, wind this thing down. Rocky, you got any final words for everyone out there? Some fine, uplifting words. Yeah, I look through the crap that you hear on TV and sort to it with 
open mind so you can see the lies that are actually perpetrating all around us. Right. There's plenty of those. <laughs> Thank you, Rocky. Scott, you got some uh, final words for us today? I don't know. I don't know. Something? Come on, give me something. Oh, let me let me see if I saved anything. <laughs> saved anything. <laughs> Dig something out of your notes here, man. Yeah, come on, Scott, man. <laughs> okay, all right, how about... <laughs> What's that? He's got a Let's, look. I'm going to go with a Charles Darwin quote. Oh, geez. Okay. A, a person who dares waste one hour of time has not discovered the value of life. Oh, okay. How about one of your own happy thoughts? You got one of your own happy thoughts? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you I got to I got to work. Like mm. I got to go work and then I'm that's it. So yeah. that's I got to drive thought. to Fairbanks. Uh, I got to drive to Fairbanks. I got to go make a loop to Fairbanks and back. It's all good. We can do it. Uh, uh, final words for me today. You know what? Uh, be safe and be kind out there. When you wake up in the morning, just give yourself a smile and think about some of the blessings you have in your life. We all have them out there. We do. Think about, uh, just think about, you know, the happy thoughts. Try not to try not to look for the downside, but just find some good stuff. Uh, it's a three hours round trip for me, humble dog. Uh, just to drive alone, just drive time, windshield time. But uh, it's kind of important, so I got to go do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Am I going to use my moose lights? Nah, it's too bright for that. <laughs> all right. I want to thank all those 36 countries that are uh, listening to the pulse around the world. Uh, thank you guys for all your support. Um, for Like I said, uh, if you want to, please be a member of our fan club. Uh, we appreciate the engagement that it helps us out with here on the show. And uh, if you want to be a part of the fan club, just click on my icon there and become part of the fan club here. Also, uh, like I said, one more congratulations to Miss Dixie, who was fan of the month for the month of June. We appreciate everything that uh, she does for us here at The Pulse. This show was brought to you by the good people at Clear Sky Lodge, Ninana Repair, and also the Ninana Depot and uh, a lot of others that uh, help us here at the show and that remain anonymous. We want to thank them as well. They know who they are. All right, let's roll this thing out. We can do it. I can do it. One of us can do it. Here we go. Thank you all for joining us at the Pulse Headline News. Like I said, tomorrow we will be running about an hour later tomorrow so instead of 10 a.m we'll be on 11 a.m alaska time 3 p.m eastern looking forward to having another good show with all you guys out there let's talk about some podcasts out there in the mornings we got the old man's podcast happening 6 a.m alaska time 10 a.m eastern tomorrow is wednesday so it's wild card wednesday over there at the old man's podcast gonna have some fun out there Absolutely. Also want to check out my brother who's in the room as well. Give him a click and a follow. The king of overnight podcasting. That's right. Russell with the outside of normal. Show him some love out there as well. Uh, check out the Shep Shack. Also, our sister and who is part of our show as well, Miss Amber May. 
check out the Amber May show out there. We also got Humble Dog in the room. Give him a click and a follow. He's got some great shows out there. Handy J with the TRL out there. My brother from across the ponds, K-A-P-Z. Uh, Paul G's been throwing out some shows too, so make sure you give the big gun a click and a follow. Cool stuff, man. Uh, we got great people in the room. All right. Like I said, it's been a good day here. I'm uh, I'm ready to go make this run. Uh, the reason why I'm making a run to Fairbanks is I got to go pick up batteries for the for the bus. Chassis batteries are fine. The RV batteries have taken a dump. So now I got to do that, which we just did one for another one yesterday. Also, Doc, man, thank you, brother. Good to see you as well. All right. I got one more tune for you guys on the way out. Uh, until then, from myself, Denali Burrow Brett, along with Tucson Scott and executive producer, Miss Susie. Uh, thank you guys for joining us here at The Pulse. And uh, I'm going to keep on the beer line here. We can do that. I got a good fun tune on the way out. Thank you all. And we'll see you guys all out on the beam. I'm out of here. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. This little song is more to the point. Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Whiskey's too rough, champagne costs too much. Vodka puts my mouth in gear. This little refrain should help me explain. As a matter of fact, I like beer. My wife often frowns when we're out on the town. And I'm wearing a suit and a tie. She's sipping vermouth and she thinks I'm uncouth. When I yell as the waiter goes by. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Whiskey's too rough, champagne costs too much. Vodka puts my mouth in gear. While this little refrain should help me explain As a matter of fact, I like beer Last night I dreamed that I passed from the scene And I went to a place so sublime All the water was clear and tasted like beer Then they turned it all into wine I like beer it makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind. And sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Whiskey's too rough. Champagne costs too much. Vodka puts my mouth in gear. All oh, this little refrain. 
could help me explain as a matter of fact I love beer. Yes, he likes beer. That's all, folks.